Alright. For those of you who don't know, I'm having a little contest this week to see who can answer the question as to what song this is. That's a little opening segment right there. I'll turn it back up here in a second. The winner, whoever guesses the name of the song and how it is relevant to the world of professional wrestling. We're in the grand prize of our friend, just John Fair, coming to clean your house for WrestleMania or just possibly uh, recognition on the Square Circle Journal Twitter account. Uh, More than likely it's gonna be the latter because our good friend, just John Fair is a busy man and uh, he may have to take it out of you on that one. But you just have to guess this song. I know somebody out there knows it. Somebody, somewhere. Maybe our fr- her uh, fans in Japan can tell us. So, uh, it's Friday. It's Friday, and uh, <clears throat> I still have watched zero WWE programming this week. And uh, I don't, I don't feel a bit sad about that at all. Not one bit sad about not watching WWE programming this week. We actually had a zero review. I've heard a few things in the wind, you know. Uh, I haven't really tried to remain spoiler free, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched. And gosh, you know, I see a lot of people, <clears throat> at least see a lot of wrestling fans on Twitter talking about how if you're not excited for Wrestlemania you're a fake fan this one's not going to be safe for a work environment so if, if you're listening at work you might want to turn it down a little bit but fuck you alright anybody that says oh you're a fake fan because you don't you don't like the current product that WWE's put out you're a fake fan because you're not excited for WrestleMania. Fuck off. What's there to be excited about? I, I would love to know what there is to be excited about for WrestleMania. Because as of yet, I still haven't seen it. I'm not excited for WrestleMania. Not one fucking bit. Not at all excited. The biggest match that would have me excited would be uh, Brian versus Kofi. And God damn it, that should be closing the pay-per-view. This isn't a sexist thing. This is a storyline thing. This is an organic thing. And the Becky, Ronda, uh, Charlotte 
storyline sucks. It's awful. It's an awful storyline. Rhonda sucks. Her build has sucked. Her entire platform to get to this stage has sucked. Charlotte has been used just poorly, in my opinion. They've overbooked her. They've overworked her. And it just, to me, it hasn't worked. Yes, you can have wrestlers in the business going, hey, you know, Charlotte, she's so great, and blah, 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 blah. You have an inside perspective. I, I totally get that, totally respect it. But from a fan's perspective, she sucks. No, she don't suck like Rhonda sucks. I mean, Rhonda sucks in the ring. Rhonda sucks on the mic. Charlotte sucks because of the way they booked her. They booked Charlotte just horribly. Having her take the belt off Asuka to try to sell this women's triple threat as a main event is even worse. Because it just goes to prove that Charlotte has become the Roman Reigns. Don't give me the leukemia hate here. But she's become the Roman Reigns of the women's division. What do I mean by that? Is that they pushed Roman so hard for so long, the fans turned on him. When there was another darling out there, the fans were pulling hard for. That darling was Daniel Bryan, number one among others. Or, you know, there's always going to be somebody else that they had fans have favorites. But Daniel Bryan was the overall favorite for everybody when they were pushing Roman Reigns so hard. Same things happened to Charlotte. Everybody else liked, they liked, they're behind Asuka, they're behind Becky, they're behind all these other performers, and they just pushed the shit out of Charlotte over top of everybody. They had a whole division. They're like, oh, we want Charlotte to be the next Ric Flair. She's the person we're chosen. And you have a whole division that is a, a Ric Flair and a bunch of jobbers. Because that's how you've treated them all. You look at Asuka and everything they built down at NXT. We know Vince doesn't watch NXT. Vince doesn't give a fuck what's going on down there. As far as character build, wrestler build. He doesn't care about playing off of it. Which is a completely utter clusterfuck on his part. Because goddammit, you have investment. You have an investment down there. You have an investment and you just fuck it all up. How does that make any goddamn sense? They bring Asuka up and they're like, she has not been defeated for over 400 days or whatever number it was. And then Vince goes, eh. Neither her nor Bo Dallas's uh, streak are worth protecting. You know. Let's just screw him over. That's what they did to Bo Dallas. He had a little nice little winning streak. And uh, it was something noteworthy. And they said, no, we got to end this real quickly. How they were going to do it to um, Kurt Hawkins. They had him booked to win one night. And this was like a year ago. And he was like, that's the only thing I have is the losing streak. He's like, if I win, 
that's it. I got nothing. I got no story. I got nothing. And good thing that he kept it because now they're actually working that storyline into the tag team. And I don't even know if they've actually pinned anybody yet because I haven't watched last week. Who knows? If they've even been on TV. Probably not. Why? Because it's crunch time and they haven't booked fucking shit for WrestleMania. Yay! Let's be excited for WrestleMania when it should have started at the Rumble at the latest. The road to WrestleMania to start fucking building to WrestleMania. I'm getting all worked up. I didn't even watch WWE this week and I'm all worked up because I look around and I see stupid people making dumb comments. Let's just enjoy it. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. I'd love to just enjoy it. If it made any fucking sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. None of it. None of it has made any sense. And the only thing that has made sense is the shit that they've fallen ass backwards into because their booking schemes got messed up. Their plans got messed up. Their crazy, out-the-ass plans get messed up, and then they fall into something that's natural, just out of the blue. That's the Kofi. Kofi organic push versus Daniel Bryan. Almost called him Bryan Danielson for a second. Versus Daniel Bryan. The crowd got super mega behind it. It was a, it was a total accident. Who knows if they just said, oh, let's put a Kofi in. Maybe Xavier went to bat for him. Xavier wants Kofi Kingston to be world champion more than anything. So I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And the fans were delighted. The fans let them know this is what we want. Thank God somebody was smart enough to recognize it that, hey, maybe we should actually go with this. Maybe. I don't know. What do you guys think? You think we should go with it? I don't know. You know what we should do? We should take away the match and put in a triple threat with Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali. Yeah, let's throw Mustafa Ali out there. And if they boo Mustafa, oh, I'm sorry, they boo Ali. He's no longer Mustafa. He's just Ali. If they boo Ali, then we know it's real. Give me a fucking break. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. I mean, you can make it rocket science. You can make it really difficult for yourself. If you really, 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 really want to pump out the best stories possible, you can really dig down deep into the nitty gritty and really plan this thing out and plan how to build a wrestler and, and goddamn, you know, really work people's emotions, really work the crowds, you can dig down deep and go like, you know, hey, we're going to be in Philly in three weeks. We have to plan ahead and we have to have this program for Philly specifically so that we can get to that point where the crowd's cheering our baby face or really booing our heel. Okay, it has to be one or the other. Either they really hate the one guy or they really love the other. And, and that's how you're going to manipulate the crowd. And you do that in every city you're at. If you're in an easy city, 
great. If you know you're going to be on a tough crowd, freaking work it. Don't do this half-ass shit. And then some stupid fucking fan tells me, if you don't enjoy it, then you're not a real fan. You're a fake fan. Fuck off. Fuck this. Fuck those fans. Fuck the WWE Universe. You can cheer for whoever you want. No. You can't. It's wrestling, goddammit. It's storytelling. You tell the fans who you want them to cheer for. And if the fans disagree, they're going to let you know because you're doing a lousy fucking job. Let me tell you something. If you write a book, you don't tell tell the reader, well, you can you cheer for the bad guy. If you want to cheer for, you bought the book, you cheer for the bad guy if you want. And then when the end of the book comes, the bad guy doesn't survive and the good guy does. The readers are going to go, oh, that was a shit story. No, you told a shit story. They're not going to finish the book if that's the case. They're going to chuck that shit across the room. I will tell a story right here. This is real life. This is a real story. My wife started watching this Turkish soap opera. They're kind of like Korean dramas. If anybody's ever watched a Korean drama, it's, it's huge here in Hawaii. And they usually last for one season, maybe two seasons. They're not long, long, long term. And they're always the same actors and actresses through all these things. They tell one big, long story. Okay? One big, long story. And so this, this one my wife's watching, she's really into it. And they're at the end of season one. And uh, what happened was they, they got a new writer. Now, it's the same people in charge of writing that's always been there. Your, your booking team, so to speak, has always been there. And they say, well, we want this, 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 this happen. But then the new writer writes all the dialogue, writes all the specifics. Like a WWE creative writer. The ones that are sitting in home in Connecticut and the ones that are on the road. And, and you have the team that goes long term and you have the ones that write the every week script. And uh, the person that's writing the every week every week script uh, the fans have turned on they hate it they don't like where the story's going and the fans have been very vocal and because the fans are very vocal and because because the script is weak the storytelling is weak and it's, it's filmed one week in advance. They have seen a dip in ratings and they have responded accordingly. That writer is no longer going to be working on the scripts. They're going to bring in the old, the old team who did it when it was fresh and hot and got everybody excited for. Those people are going to take back over. Now, I'm not saying that it's, it's all the creative writer's faults. Because in this situation, that's not the case. But they're putting out shit programming right now. And shit programming has been being put out for a long time. And it's not their creative fault because 
these guys they hire to bring in they had they write everything out for the wrestlers and whatnot these are these guys are are interchangeable and they are writers and they understand the things going on but they their hands are tied they come in they say thank you for the tv experience they're in and out six to 12 months and these guys are just rotated in and out in and out in and out they hire somebody else toss that one to the curve these are the people that know what the hell they're doing they're writing for tv they know storytelling but the powers that be that old wcw villain the powers that be have their hands tied and then what does the powers that be do they bring in some fuckwad like Dana Warrior. Where's the credentials? What TV show has Dana Warrior ever written? What book has Dana Warrior ever published? It's just, it's ludicrous. It's absolutely, utterly stupid the shit that's getting pumped out you know every week and for me I'm a big wrestling fan and I watch everything but if I watch something and it's way more entertaining going back to a WWE product even if it is Wrestlemania time it's hard for me to do because man my time is limited you want, want me to watch six hours of programming that just is utterly stuck, sucks? It dumbs me down by watching the product? Come on. It's just, it's absolutely just unbelievable. So yeah, WrestleMania. Yay. I don't even know what the whole card is because... This is supposed to be like a five-hour show. Every year, it's like five to seven hours. You have like a two-hour pre-show. We know we're getting the main event, Triple Threat. We know we're getting Lesnar and Rollins. We know we're getting Brian and Kofi. That's three matches. We know we'll get Shane versus Miz. Unless things have changed in the one week. Other than that, I have no clue what else is going to be on the show. The Battle Royal, which apparently Braun Strowman's going to be in. If I heard that correct. So let me just, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about right here. 2018-2019. It could easily be said that Braun Strowman was the MVP of WWE. Braun Strowman had one of the hottest years in WWE. And and here's the thing. Braun was in and out of the main event. If he wasn't in, in the main event itself, he was right next door to it. All year long. They build him up. He's, he's the main event at every Raw. He's the focus of the show. They build him up and jobbed him out to Lesnar like what twice once was like so overtly jobbed it just killed any momentum he had 
any momentum. They just jobbed the fuck out of him to Lesnar. I don't care what anyone says. That one match where he took like a shit ton of F5s and then he just pinned him. You just jobbed the fuck out of Lesnar. I mean, Braun by Lesnar. And you can say, oh, well, he took 20 F5s. That's how strong he is. No. Because you know what? This so-called build WrestleMania, Rollins took like five F5s and stood up. You've made the F5 look like a fucking joke. When that's like the only two moves that Lesnar does now is a German and an F5. So Braun takes like 10 F5s, gets pinned, character's dead. All momentum's dead. The guy that flips cars and rips doors and does all this superhuman stuff. Nah. Well, the guy that does a curb stop beating. Nothing against Rollins. That's another guy who had a shit year. Oh, but he was Intercontinental Champion. Yep, he was. And he had like some shit-ass feuds. That Intercontinental Belt cooled him off so much. And then you think just a Royal Rumble win is going to... That's going to do it? He's WrestleMania worthy now. I'm not excited for that match at all. Not not one bit. And Rollins wins? Oh, all right. But you know what? There's What payoff is there? Except that the fans are just happy the belt's off Lesnar. What payoff is there other than that? Come on. It's just, this is, this whole build has been worthless. What little build there's been. (coughs) So yeah, you have someone like Braun Strowman. Comes time for WrestleMania. And what's he got? Nothing. He's got Saturday Night Live actors. He's got a battle royal. He's going to get a battle royal win. That, uh, what? That's supposed to do something for him now? Pathetic. Totally pathetic. But what do you expect? Right? What do you expect? So that's your uh, week in review wrap up, I guess, for a second time this week, part two. <coughs> it's getting me all choked up here. I had the note on this. Here's the song again. If you know it, let us know. Drop us a line on Twitter. Square Circle Journal. I believe it's at squared C-I-R journal. Or you can drop me a line. Wrestling CO2 on Twitter. And uh, the Just John Fair. Well, we'll figure it out somehow.
For Square Circle Journal, this is Ringside Ramblings. Sam Carroll, the wrestling connoisseur. Until next time, let me know your thoughts on WrestleMania. Are you unhappy like me? Were you expecting more from a global company? Let me repeat that. A global company. Not an indie company. Not a fledgling company. But a global company that should have their shit together and be putting on the best goddamn product possible. Period. Period. Or are they maybe just a t-shirt company? Because I get the emails all the time. Buy one, get one 50% off. 5% off t-shirts. 20% off t-shirts. Roman Reigns leukemia t-shirt coming out right as he's cutting his promo back, coming back. Are they just a t-shirt company? Hmm. Something to think about. All right, folks. Until next time. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.